Authentic Life Radio, episode number six. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hey everybody, welcome back to Authentic Life Radio. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. I'm Sarah Rader. How fun. Number six. Can you believe it? I know. Every single time you say Authentic Life Radio, I think you're going to say the full-time mom though. Sometimes I think I'm going to. I really thought you messed up that time. I was like, what is she saying? Okay. I am so sorry. No, 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 no. I was just being authentic right it there. Does, it does the same thing to me. I'm really glad that you're the one that says that and not me. We would have to do take two or take three. That that would be fine. No, we just go with it because it would be authentic. The funny thing is, is that today I'm actually looking at like um, the our episode guide. We keep Cliff and I keep an episode guide of every podcast that we post, mm-hmm. and um, so, so we have record of you know the date that it went out and the the number that it was and, uh-huh. and the title. Okay. Right? Okay. So I'm actually looking at the episode guide for full-time mom. I don't know how you did that then. And I did. I totally almost said full-time mom. Well, you're really good. It's funny. That and I haven't recorded that podcast in probably over a month. Really? Yes. It's on my to-do list. That's okay. (laughs) It's just not at the top. That's all right. It's just not at the top. How are you? Good. I'm I'm fine. How are you? (laughs) Good was the first thing that came out of my mouth. I'm fine. How are you? I'm somewhere between fine and good. Oh, great. Yeah, I'm somewhere in, you know. Mm-hmm. You know. So, being authentic, since yep. that's the title of our podcast, and I want to stay true to what we're doing here. Um, yesterday, I called you. you we did. got we got to see each other yesterday. I know. Which is really good for us, you know, it in was. our in our lives right now, but... I called you yesterday and I said, hey, Steph, what you doing? What you doing? What, what'd you say? <laughs> I said, I'm sitting in the chair covered up with two blankets because I'm freezing. And I said, you have, you have time for lunch? Or have you had lunch yet is actually what I said. And you said, I ate something. You said kind of is actually what kinda. you said. You kinda, said kind of. But I'm like, still hungry. Kind of. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> so you had your first and second lunch yesterday with me. I your did. second lunch was with me, which I really, really appreciate that. But what I said was, I'm lonely. Can you have lunch with me? And I love that you called. And I love that we were able to go and, and have lunch together. Mm-hmm. Now, why I'm kind of okay is because the last two weeks... I have had bronchitis. Now, I had no idea that I had bronchitis. I've never had bronchitis before. And I had no idea what that felt like. Right. But in the midst of have So with this bronchitis, I have been... So the first week that I had bronchitis, I was getting... And, and this is not an exaggeration. I was getting basically two and a half to three hours of sleep a night because of coughing. Mm-hmm. So I was going downstairs to our basement on the couch coughing and watching tv there's really not a lot of crap on it no there's really not i and i have really no idea what i would end up watching there's there's just really not anything i think i watched a lot of like um um cooking shows and um and hgtv okay 
And then there was this one thing that I did found find um, that had this worship music on that had these um, that had verses that I ended up falling asleep to, which okay. was good. Right. I guess that's yeah. good that it made me fall asleep. <laughs> Helped you fall asleep. But, yeah. Great worship music. <laughs> I'm out. It relaxed me at least. Well, hold on. I want to ask you, okay, is this during the time that you were watching that show that you told me about last Wednesday? Yes. Because I hold you completely accountable for how I spent my last Wednesday night. But which one, which show is that? I can't remember now. The Kardashians. Oh, I watched that. Oh, yes. Andy and I. Okay. Yes. Andy and I watch and we, and this is terrible, but we watch and Andy and I, Andy and I call them the Kardashians. Okay. (laughs) So sorry (laughs) not to put them down. We enjoy them and we and Andy would kill me for telling them, right. telling the world this. We we love them. We're fascinated Andy, honey, with them. She's told the world worse. I know. Well, that's probably true. But I, we, Andy and I, we do not yeah. watch a lot of TV. You right. all know this know about that. us. Yeah, we do not. But we love reality TV. That's hilarious. And we love. <laughs> we've fallen in love with the with the Kardashian family. Okay. I have now outed my husband. You have. I'm sorry, Andy. I, yeah, I, I know. I but we do. Okay, so authentic life radio mm-hmm. yes here we are we also like the bachelor and yes and we like the right. kardashians there you nice. go i watched kim's fairy tale wedding last Did you? wednesday mm-hmm. yeah i'm not a big chris humphreys fan let yeah. me just put that out there as well um let's see what else can i tell you about being authentic mm-hmm. in life life radio uh my authentic mm-hmm. life so yesterday i tell you steph i'm a hot mess yes that's what i said i am a hot mess and um, and why I say that is because I feel like and this is going to what's going to propel us into what we said right. we were going to talk about. Right. Um, I feel like my life's an utter failure. OK. <laughs> and um, and we talked about why. Why I feel that way. Mm-hmm. And maybe you can help me articulate that a little bit. OK. And maybe repeat back some of the things that I said yesterday. I was supposed but, to retain that information. Well, I'm I'm did kidding. you listen to me? Come on now. I did totally listened listen to you. I was engaged. We were engaged in conversation. Okay. But um, I know that I've kind of, you know, said some of the things that um, Let's see here that have I've, I've, I've told you I've been wounded and all mm-hmm. of these things. I don't really know how to even it, it would take forever right. to get to, you know, I could probably talk and ramble for a long time. But I think what I would tell you right now, as I sit here in front of a microphone and I want to be as real and as authentic as I can be, is that God has got me to a place where I'm just really broken. Right. And I know how much that. I need a savior. And I've always known that. Can I can I just say that I've always known that I need that I need um that I need um Christ in my life. I've always known that, but I see how much I need other people. Mm-hmm. And as much as I've always wanted to minister to people and I I want to serve other people, I absolutely now see I need to be ministered and served to and everything all this pride. It's okay for me to say that I don't have it all together. Right. That I'm not perfect. I will never be perfect. Um, and even more than that, it's okay. Right. 
that I'm not perfect, that I will never be perfect. And I'm a hot mess. (laughs) (laughs) And what I told you yesterday was that it's because it's not about being perfect. Mm -hmm. You've shared um, very openly that you've struggled with people pleasing Mm -hmm. and God is bringing you um, to a place of freedom in that. Mm -hmm. And, um, and that you're redefining yourself who you are right now. So you are in a place where you're finding out who Sarah is, not who people say Sarah is. Right. So on Monday, yes. Um, I, Andy, Andy's day off is always on Monday mm-hmm. and, um, we had the day together and, um, Andy asked me one of the questions that Andy ended up asking me is, I was crying and more, more than crying, I think. Um, and I used this word with you and can I just tell you, and I know we're just kind of jumping right into all of this and I hope that that's okay with everybody. And we're going to talk about, and I really do want to talk about beauty because right. we are, because it is going to be part of this it and it's going to be talking about the confidence and everything. Mm-hmm. And this, the journey, because I, I just want to share a little bit, but, um, um, Andy asked me the question, what do you want? Sarah, what do you want? And that broke something inside of me. I'm 34 years old and I had to tell him, I don't know what I want. Mm-hmm. And the reason I don't know what I want is because I've always let people, I've always wanted everybody else to tell me what they want for me mm-hmm. um, because I don't want to disappoint anybody. Right. You know, I don't want to fail anybody and I don't want to disappoint anybody and I don't want anybody to be angry with me and I don't want, I just, I don't want that, you know, I just, I want people to like me. And so please tell me what you want me to do or what you want me to be so that I don't, I don't disappoint you and I don't make you mad and you can like me. Don't really tell her those things because we're trying to heal her from this. Correct. No, 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 no. I'm telling you how I've lived my life. Correct. I know, I know, I know. know. I'm just going to clarify for those who might get confused. (laughs) And, um, and so when he asked me that, it just broke something inside of me. And not only did I cry, I started wailing. Mm -hmm. And I mean, wailing, like I've never cried. She's a hot mess, people. Yes. (laughs) Okay. You laughed at that. Okay. But when I told you that I started wailing, Mm -hmm. we were in Wendy's. We were. And you teared up. And I told Andy that last night. And can I just tell you what that meant to me that you did that? That you loved me enough that like you felt that with me. Mm-hmm. And not only, and I hope that you don't mind me um, saying this with, but you say, I understand. Mm-hmm. I do. I don't mind you saying that. Okay. You know, it's hard what I love about you and what I love about our friendship is that you didn't judge me. Um, you empathized with me and you, um, you just, you listened, you felt it with me. Mm-hmm. And it was just, that was such a beautiful moment in the middle of Wendy's and it was, it was, you know, us doing this church thing together. And I just, I, um, us doing life together and us doing this Christian community thing together. It was just beautiful for me. So thank you. You're welcome. Um, and what I guess, um, so 
I think for me, I've just lived my life expecting people to just say, you know, I want this for you or I want that and then me going to do it. And then, and then I, then that, then I get my worth and my value from that. And God's been breaking me that for four years. And it's been a long process because it really, I remember me starting it at 30 and um, I've been so involved in so many activities inside my home church inside my nuclear family that I grew up in. And none of these things are the issue. I'm going to tell you that like, um, and, and and you might take this, I've been trying to find it inside and I know I'm doing a lot of the talking and I'm You're really fine. sorry. Okay. No. Um, inside my culture, trying to find it in beauty mm-hmm. um, and, and trying to find it inside my marriage and trying to find it inside of friendships and trying to find it inside of doing a podcast, the full-time mom and, and trying to find it inside of being a mom and doing all of these activities. And God, when I was talking to you guys about being wounded and, and God had to strip all of these things, God stripped every single thing away from me. Um, all of these things where I was trying to find my worth and my value. All of it. One by one by one. And until I was laid bare, basically, and he said, no more. You cannot find your worth and your value in any of these things. None of them, Sarah. Because those things you cannot define yourself in. What I want you to define yourself in is who I say you are. Right. Who I make you to be. Um, and Monday, and I really mean this, Monday for some reason was the culmination of me. I was so lonely, like, I mean, like he even took you away for a time. Mm-hmm. He took the full-time mom away. He t- he's taken all of my, all the things that I've been doing at church, which I love doing. And you know this about me. Yeah. I have been so heavenly involved in my church and I still love um, the Christian community. I do. I love that. But I was trying to find my worth and value in doing things at my church. And there's nothing, you know, there's, for me personally, I was doing all of these things so people would say, you have worth and you have value there. Mm-hmm. Um, you for other, for other people, it might be other things. I'm just saying that. For, for, for women, I think we try to find, define our worth and value by beauty. So people will look at us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was doing all of this and God has stripped them all away. And God said, no more. And um, so anyways, I was a hot mess on Monday and I called you and I said, I'm, um, I need to talk to you about all of this. And you were there and I am no longer, I want to tell you a hot mess today. Um, I am a woman who is redeemed by Jesus Christ and he loves me. I am imperfect, but because of Christ, I am, I stand perfect before an almighty God and he loves me. Yes, he does. Not because of anything that I do or will do. I'm Sarah and he loves me. Yes. There you go. Wow. Well, 
I'll let you collect yourself. Thank you. Um, my side of that yesterday was you called, you asked, I went. It was an amazing time together. I came home because, I mean, we spent like the rest of the afternoon. We picked up Megan together, which late, we, we were running late. And <laughs> this is funny, guys, because um, Megan is, she's 11 years old. Um, she is in the sixth grade, gets out of school. She just sits on the bench in front of the school until I get there to pick her up. So we're, uh, Sarah and I are at Kroger. We know we're running a little late. We've already let Megan know. And Sarah's like, is she okay? I'm like, yes, Sarah, she's going to be fine. Are you sure she's okay? Yes, Sarah, she's going to, okay, okay. And three minutes later, Sarah's like, is she okay? <laughs> yes, yes, she's okay, she's okay. So I don't have was, a middle school <laughs> child yet, so. Right, I know. It was, but it was, it was very funny, and um, Megan thought it was funny as well. But um, so I get home Tuesday night, last night, anyway, um, at four in the, okay. So four in the afternoon, I get home with Matt and McKenna and I've done nothing all day. And like, so then I, then I start like attacking myself. You've got this to do. You've got this to do. And instead of actually doing them, I just sit down and do nothing, <laughs> whatever, nothing. Um, at about six thirty, I start making dinner and, um, you saw my kitchen yesterday, like Every dish I owned was dirty. Okay, it wasn't, but it was after we ate dinner. <laughs> after I fixed dinner and fed the kids, then every dish that uh, was in the kitchen was dirty. And I sit, I, I started, I really, I started attacking myself. And you should have done this, and you should have done this, and you should have got this done. And, and I had this moment where I was like, no, what you did today was far greater than dirty dishes was you know, and and so I told Cliff that um did I tell him or did I think that I told him? anyway I thought it I don't know if it ever actually came out loud but that um I have the freedom I have that freedom that when you call and say I need you I can be there or if anyone else calls and within boundaries and um, good, healthy boundaries. But um, but I, I have that freedom that I can do that. And in the grand scheme of things, the dirty dishes mean nothing. You know, on Monday, I had a broken friend who needed companionship. And today I have a beautiful, imperfect friend who is loved by an almighty God. Yep, that's exactly right. And I, I, yeah, that you know what's funny is that I think so many times we think we don't do anything, mm-hmm. and it's funny how we buy into that lie. We don't do anything. And can I read something absolutely. to you? It's from. It's so interesting to me. Um, I was reading this today out of um, my utmost for his highest. It's Oswald Chambers, yeah, and it's yeah. out of the. Um, it's out of the edited. Well, it's not. He just redid it into modern language. Right. The great enemy of the Lord Jesus Christ today is the idea of practical work that has no basis in the New Testament but comes from the systems of the world. This work insists upon endless energy and activities, but no private life with God. The emphasis is put on the wrong thing. Jesus said, the kingdom of God does not come with observation. For indeed, 
the kingdom of God is within you. It is a hidden, obscure thing. An active Christian worker too often lives to be seen by others, while it is the innermost personal area that reveals the power of a person's life. We must get rid of the plague of the spirit of this religious age in which we live. In our Lord's life, there was none of the pressure and the rushing of tremendous activity that we regard so highly today, and a disciple is to be like his master. The central point of the kingdom of Jesus Christ is a personal relationship with him, not public usefulness to others. It is not the practical activities that are the strength of this Bible training college. This is mm-hmm. Oswald Chambers speaking. Its entire, sh- its entire strength lies in the fact that here you are immersed in the truths of God to soak in them before him. You have no idea of where or how God is going to engineer your future circumstances and no knowledge of what stress and strain is going to be placed on you either at home or abroad. And if you waste your time and overactivity instead of being immersed in the great fundamental truths of God's redemption, then you will snap when the stress and strain do come. But if this time of soaking before God is being spent in getting rooted and grounded in him, which may appear to be impractical, then you will remain true to him, whatever happens. And what I love about that is that when we, re- when we are really grounded in Christ and we're not like so immersed in trying to do and do and do and, and thinking that it's impractical for us to be training and getting rooted in Christ instead of being always just doing and going and right. doing, then we'll be ready to be used by him when he calls. And, and you were ready when he said, okay, mm-hmm. I need you to be used for her at this point. One of the things that Andy said to me, I said, I don't feel like I'm being, I feel like I'm just, I'm not, I'm useless. I'm not being effective. I'd, I'd feel like I'm just worthless, you know? And he said, Sarah, I'm not, I'm not changing the world basically. Right. You know, I think I've bought, I, I know that I have bought into the lie that, that in order to be an effective person in this world, you have to, to change the multitudes. And I just, I, I don't think that that is true. It's not. Because Andy, in my life, you know, and I think that you can apply this to your own life. Think about the most important people in your life. Who are those? Who are those people? I mean, whoever they are for you, you would be able to name those people. In my life, that would be Andy and Luke and Lydia. That is who God has called me, honestly, at this point in time to minister to. I'm not saying that that there aren't other people, but I'm just saying those are the most important people. That's who God has placed in my immediate sphere of influence mm-hmm. to minister to. And um, so at the top of my head, that's who I would say. Um, then then I could then I would have my other family mm-hmm. members. And then there's very close circle of people. And then um, but so Andy and Luke and Lydia would be at the top of my list. And if I'm not so Andy said, Sarah, when you are not, when you are feeling worthless and useless and all of those things, we can feel that and we know that. And he said, you change the world for us. You do. You change our world when you are who God has called you to be. And that was so profound to me because I don't have to change the world for everybody, but I can change the world for those people. And, and so that was really good for me, Mm -hmm. you know, um, 
And so I don't know. I just, I'm, I, I can't, I can't buy into those lies anymore. Right. And I don't have to be perfect. I have a perfect savior. <laughs> I don't have to be perfect. Isn't that freeing? It is. It is freeing. I've been screwing up for years because of that. I'm kidding. <laughs> I have been screwing up for years, but no. not just because of that. No, but really, I mean, yeah. and I, and it a is. lot of times though, I will, and it's funny because I, I don't know if anybody else is like me, but when I screw up, I tend to run and hide mm-hmm. because I've screwed up or, or my perception of what other people might think of me if I've screwed up. And, you know, there are going to be people that aren't going to extend me grace. Um, that's okay. Mm-hmm. I have a God who's going to extend me grace. And if they can't extend me grace, well, I can't hand out a pamphlet to them, can I? <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> no, good news. No, we can't hold him. The good yeah. news is, is that I have good news. Right. And I can I can go back to that 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 good news and that could be my own pamphlet to myself. Right. Um, so it's just interesting to me that I that I've bought into that. Um so for me, um going off of um Maybe we shouldn't do the beauty thing because I've just totally ruined all that. We I could, don't think you've ruined anything. But I think for us in, for women mm-hmm. in our culture, we base so much on the outward. We do. Whether it be beauty or our works of how we do things, mm-hmm. what, you know, our performance. Um, and we cannot, we just can't do that. Because it's, it's all fleeting. It is. And it doesn't matter what other people think about us. Because it's going to change in the next five minutes. It's going to change tomorrow. Right. And honestly, in my own head and in my own mind, it changes from, from moment to moment. Right. And I want, for, especially for Luke, for Lydia, I want her to know and to to be grounded in the fact that she has great worth and great value because she is fearfully and wonderfully made. And that does not ever going to change. Right. But I've got to believe that myself and I've got to know that myself and I've got to live that reality and that truth myself before I can teach right. that to my daughter. Right. Cause you could say the words to her all day long. But if you're not living it in front of her, it's not going to mean the same thing. Correct. Absolutely. Wow. Okay. So I have a story. Okay. Totally fits in. I'm sure it does. Because we are 27 minutes in. Yep. And this is far greater than what I even could have thought today's episode was going to be about. It, it truly is. It's kind of taken on a life of its own, hasn't it? The, yes. Yes. Okay. So this morning, um, because yesterday <laughs> I did nothing except spend time with you. Okay. Yes, you I did, did no do housework. Okay. I did no, I did no housework. You, did, you didn't do any housework. Yeah. Okay. Um, this morning I was trying to catch up because I was like, okay, I love Sarah and I know she loves me, but I'm not going to let her see my house like that two days in a row. <laughs> that just really. Okay. Yeah. But let's, that was me. That Correct. was me trying but, to get, yeah. But out of your really, uh, but out of yeah. your dirty dishes, which 
Yeah, I, I saw your dinner from the night before on those dishes. I got a really good recipe. You did. I'm really excited about trying it. <laughs> I mean, that's good news. Because McKenna didn't eat her food. Correct. We made her the plate and it's sat there. And I'm really excited about trying that dinner. <laughs> that's awesome. I have leftovers. You can try the leftovers. I mean, I'm really excited about trying it. What's You're it called again? It. Um, Maple chicken. Yeah. Maple it's, chicken. It's going to be really good. It is really good. I let's, like. Let's so spin good. the positive out of That's all right. that. Okay. All right. So um, that is that is a positive that came out of my dishes being piled up. Um, so this morning I was doing the housework that I did not do yesterday, mm-hmm. and um, Cliff retweeted a friend of ours, um, David H. Foster, who is pastor of um, a church in Nashville. Okay. Okay. Um, This morning, David said, what are you doing today that will outlive you? Mm. When I read that, I'm like, "Uh, this laundry is not going to outlive me. (laughs) Although it probably will. (laughs) Because the laundry is going to be the death of me. I honestly (laughs) believe that. You know, the dishes popping the kitchen floor. I'm thinking nothing. I'm not going to do anything today that is going to outlive me because um just like sarah i can get caught in that i'm useless nothing i do is worth anything and you know when there is an endless list of household chores that need to get done i i can let myself get into that place Mm -hmm. and then i remembered that we had authentic life radio Mm. and i thought we were going to be talking about beauty and i thought that's going to outlive me. And then I'm sitting here in this moment and being here with you and the things that you have shared and that I could completely just say ditto to. And this is something that is going to outlive us. This is, this is not where I found, find my, my worth and my value and my meaning. Um, I have that in Jesus, but this is a place where we can come and we can share that with other women mm-hmm. who struggle the same struggles that we do. And this, what we're doing right now is going to outlive us. This is going to be handed down and maybe, and, and it may not be just the recording of this episode, but it will be the lesson learned by another woman passed down through generations in her own family. And anyway, so I'm just having a little, just having a little moment over here. Well, that's good. I'm glad that somebody else can learn from my stupidity. That's really good. (laughs) (laughs) Or my, that's really good. I mean, it's, it's funny to me that it's taken me four years, you know, and, and, you know, it's been a hard, long process in Mm -hmm. this desert time. But what's so funny about it is that I wouldn't trade I wouldn't trade a single moment. I wouldn't trade a single moment of it. And and I say that because even in the lowest of lows and the loneliest of times, I have known beyond a shadow of doubt that God has hold has held my right hand. He has never left me. Mm-hmm. And and 
God has, and Jesus even said that this road would not be easy. Right. Um, but he's promised to be with us. And in any time that we say we want to become more like him, it's, it's going to be hard, right. you know? But what I love about, um, what I love about this whole thing is that he's given me people to do life with and, and little encouragement, little encouragements along the way. And, um, and I do appreciate, you know, just like you being available. Um, so thank you. You're welcome. Thank you very much. Did you have something else you wanted to read to me? Well, you know, you and I were talking about, you know, you and I were talking about who we just, yesterday we were talking about, we don't know who we are. Right. We're 34. Well, I'm 34. You're 33. Mm -hmm. Okay. We have been stay at home moms. For 10 years. Yeah. It'll be 11 years. Right. Yeah. And so when Andy said, what do you want? And I, I was like, I have no idea. I've just let everybody else define what I want right. and who I am. And I don't know who that is. And I, I want to figure out not what everybody else tells me I should be or who I should be. I really want to figure out who it is. And I don't want culture to tell me because here's the other thing. And this does go along with beauty part of beauty. Our culture tells us that we have to look a certain way or we have to be a certain way. We have to wear a certain brand or we have to use a certain kind of makeup or we have to, in order to be beautiful, we have to look a certain way. I mean, I'm going to speak to beauty for just a second and say that Psalm 139 says, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. God made us the way that we look for a reason and a purpose. Not everybody's going to look the same. Not everybody's going to be the same. Speaking about purposes and um, and gifts and talents. We are gifted and, and made for a reason to have those gifts and talents for a reason and a purpose for his, you know, reasons and, and all of that. And so why do we try to fit into the same molds all the time? It, it just doesn't work that way. Right. And why do I let other people define who I'm supposed to be? I don't know. I don't know all of these things. I don't, I'm trying to figure all of that out. And it's, so it's been a, this four-year process has been God stripping all of that away. Mm-hmm. So I've been um, reading through the book of Luke um, okay. because I've really been wanting to get at the heart of who Jesus is. Um, I love I love Scripture. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I'm very passionate about, and um, I don't know if I don't know if I've ever really like really really vocalized that. I love Scripture. I love to to teach it. Um, one of the things that I was able to do when I was, um, I I led Bible studies at church and I've just kind of stepped away from that for a while. It's one of the things that got us stripped away until I really figure out if that's where, what God wants me to do. Right. But um, I, um, I would get to teach a little bit. And so, um, but I, I love that. And so, but instead of me going to scripture in order to teach, how about I go to scripture to actually learn? learn. And so that's what God's been having me do. Mm-hmm. Hello, Sarah. You're you're a dork. <laughs> I'm such a dork. Sometimes. You're not a dork. <laughs> um, 
So anyways, I've been reading through the book of Luke and um, and I've been using the message just because I always read out of a different version of the Bible, but I just decided to read out of the message. And this is what I what I read this morning, if you don't mind. Okay. Okay. No, absolutely. Uh, it's out of the mess, uh, Luke 9, um, starting in 18. It says, one time when Jesus was off praying by himself, his disciples nearby, he asked them, what are the crowds saying about me, about who I am? And I love this because you and I have been talking about, I think it's right. it's just, it's interesting that Jesus would ask the question, what are the crowds saying, who I am? And you and I are saying, what are the crowds saying about who, who we are? Right. You know, <laughs> they said, John the baptizers, others are saying Elijah, still others are saying one of the prophets from long ago has come back. He then asked, and you, what are you saying about me? Who am I? And Peter answered, the Messiah of God. And Jesus then warned them to keep it quiet. They were to tell no one what Peter had said. Jesus went on, it is necessary that the son of man proceed to to an ordeal of suffering, be tried and found guilty by the religious leaders high priests and religious religion scholars be killed and on the third day be raised up alive. And then he told them what they could expect for themselves. Anyone who intends to come with me has to let me lead. So I think that that's fascinating, Sarah. You got to let Jesus lead, not anybody else. It doesn't matter what anybody else says. You got to right. let Jesus lead you. Yeah. Okay. You're not in the driver's seat. I am profound, huh? Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing from me, and this is defines the past four years. Don't run from suffering. Embrace it. Follow me, and I'll show you how. Self-help is no help at all. Self-sacrifice is the way, my way, to finding yourself, your true self. What good would it be to get everything you want and lose you, the real you? If any of you is embarrassed with me and the way I'm leading you, Know that the Son of Man will be far more embarrassed with you when he arrives in all of his splendor in the company with the Father and the holy angels. This isn't, you realize, pie in the sky by and by. Some of you have taken their right stand here, are going to see it happen, see with their own eyes the kingdom of God. And for me, personally, I think that I've had people question why I've stepped away from some things or not done some things or wondered why. And it doesn't matter. Right. I, all I'm doing is going to have to follow Christ and I'm not going to have to, it doesn't matter. I just, I'm not going to answer to anybody anymore. I have to not, it doesn't matter what anybody else says. Even Jesus said, who do others say I am? It doesn't matter. Right. What do I expect of you? I expect you to follow me. And that answered for me, the people pleasing thing. And he gave me the way that I'm supposed to follow. I'm supposed to follow him to find my true self. And and he's going to define that for me from now on. And that's what I'm going to do. And that he gave me that this very morning. And I would say that it was not just because that you read that from the message. I honestly believe that it's not just just because you felt like reading the message this morning. No, I've been reading. Actually, I have been reading. This is what I've been reading okay. for the past. I mean, this is God has been having me read the book of Luke. And this is exactly where I was in scripture today. Yeah. I mean, no, this was ordained for me for this morning. Yes. For me to read what I read from. This was October 19th from 
from okay. my utmost force yeah. highest, what I read earlier, yeah. all of that was my reading for, for today. today. And everything that I've been experiencing, everything, this was all just today. No, I do not think that that was a coincidence. No, I do not, not. think that that was something that God, and I do not think that any of this time, this, this was not any kind of weird timing. And um, I hope that I haven't, like manipulated or taken over control of authentic life radio, but I really wanted to. Why uh, would you do that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> See, here I am, people pleasing. Hello. Stop it. I know. It's just a supposed sin. to be about both of us. I know. Okay, there's a sin. I confess it, and I'm really sorry. <laughs> See, authentic. There you go. I'm being authentic. I'm so though. proud of you. Okay, there you go. I've confessed Dude, your hands my sin. Are cold. I know. <laughs> I, I just wanted to share. I'm so excited that God. God really worked in my life today. And I want to bring that before you all because I, I'm tired. I'm tired of trying to think that I have to have it all together. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be that way. I don't want to be that way before you. I don't want to be that way before any of our listeners. And I want, and I want to give God glory for that. Absolutely. That's awesome. I, I'm, I am, um, I, I'm, a, I'm a little in awe of where you are right now. Just, over the last three days, having talked with you yesterday and knowing where you are Monday and sitting here. And I mean, I, I really, I wish people could feel the energy in this room. The hot mess the, that the, I was. Well, it's seriously, hot here, <laughs> seriously, wasn't I a hot mess? Kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what? My husband though said, Sarah, you really, you really need to call, you know, you need to call and reach out for, for people. Right. And I, you know, like mm-hmm. those people that you're close to, you know, like stuff. you need, you need to ask for help. And I, before I was just too full of pride. I know I, why, why do we do that to ourselves? I have no idea. Why are we afraid to say I'm lonely or I need you right. or whatever it is. And we don't have to have a bunch of people in our lives to do that with. We can have a small group of people. What did you say? Tell me again. What what Beth Moore? Remember how you told yes. me? Um, you you told me you you felt like you didn't have. Did you say any friends or well, not well, a lot I of buy a lot. I buy into the lie. And here's the other thing I think our culture because and here's I think and I'm going to be real honest about yeah. my. I think that our culture is something else that our culture kind of the lie that our culture how I'm gonna it. it the lie that it that you have helped. to be popular. That yes, you that have you have to, to be popular have, and you have to have, and like with all the technology and Twitter right. and Facebook and all of this stuff, you have to have all of these friends and you have to just, you know, right. Your phone has to be ringing off the hook and my phone doesn't ring off the hook. Right. And I'm not on Facebook and I tweet stock. <laughs> <laughs> well, not right now. I don't because I don't, the computer's broken. Yes. Yeah. You know, so I mean, and so I was telling you, I just, I don't feel like I have, you know, I don't have all of this stuff right. going on all the time. I, you know, I'm busy because I have kids and we have we do have a life with sports and all this stuff. But this, I don't have this huge network of right all of this stuff, and that's right. hard. You know, it is, and it is. I feel and like a failure. Yeah, but and I and I told you you're not because um, this was probably six or seven years ago. Um, we at the women's Bible study, you were just. Um, talking about did a study by Beth Moore mm-hmm. called um, Jesus the one and only and in that study 
she talked about how Jesus surrounded himself with 12 people. He had the 12 disciples. Mm -hmm. Within those 12, he had three that he was closer to. And within that three, he had one. Being John. Yeah. Right. And... And so, and I mean, that was, that was like, I, I, I've, I've held that with me ever since I heard it because it was just like one of those moments for me when I realized I don't have to be everybody's best friend, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, nor, nor can I be. And correct. Nor can <laughs> you be. It's not feasible. It's not to divide yourself in that many, you know, mm-hmm. um, and so, and that that's just that's one of those things that just has continually stuck with me. Um, and so, and I was telling you, I have I have one, and that that is Cliff, mm-hmm. and um, which is why God took you away from me for you know that year because last year I would have said that's Sarah, <laughs> and, and and that's just honesty. Um, my, my one would be Cliff. And, and within that, I, I have a smaller group. And obviously, you are in that group. And and so, I mean, I am surrounded by a small group of people. And within that people, there's a smaller group. And within that smaller group, there is one. And that is, th- that is, that's who I confide in. And that, that's who I share my, that's who I share my, my soul with. That, you know, those are the ones who... I let me see without makeup and well, which isn't true because I go everywhere without makeup. <laughs> I went to Wendy's yesterday without makeup and, um, and you were looking quite beautiful by the way. Well, thank you. That's you looked sweet. so pretty yesterday. Well, not thanks. that you don't today. It's just, well, I was out in the look. rain today. Come on now. Step be honest. <laughs> it's raining out, but be I didn't authentic. want to sound. Okay. Anyway, it sounded worse than what it was intended. <laughs> by the way, Sarah, you're looking a little rough. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, so anyway where was i but the, those are the but obviously you know, i i feel very comfortable around you and cliff because i come here and i really don't care exactly Correct. You know, we don't we don't love, care yeah i love you and cliff i mean i really genuinely love you and cliff i mean and that's what i mean we i don't have to be anybody but who i right but who i and i'm learning that you know what i mean Absolutely. and and I want to be that way with, and I and I thought that I was that way, but I was learn, but I'm learning that that is not true. Right. And I hate that. I hate to say that that is not, but it's, and it's not because I I didn't want that to be true. It's because I was afraid that people would not love and accept me. But what I'm learning is that I have God Almighty loves and accepts me, and that's good enough. Mm-hmm. That is good enough. And then there's going to be people who love and accept me. And I have to put myself around those people. And when I fall and when I falter, those are going to be the, he is going to love and catch me. And then I can put myself around those people. Mm-hmm. And that's good enough. Right. And, and I, and I, and I'm, I don't know. That's just freeing to me. I can't, I don't, I don't even know what else to say. I am free from that i'm still i think that i'm not perfect so i will probably struggle and i want to be able to come to you all and talk to you all about that but i wanted to let you know that i 
about this journey that I have been on for the past four years and where I have been wounded and, and a lot of it's been my own, my own, my struggle and my sin. But I wanted to come to you all and talk to you about what God has done and really wanted to just to bear that today because it was time for me to do that. And I am so glad you did. Thank you. I, I am. am too. That was, that was just awesome. I'm sorry. No, and thank it, you so yeah, much for, was, thank you for loving me. And thank you for, I mean, because you, you're sitting here across from me and you love me I and do. you just open it up so I can be free. And I always, you know, and there are people I know in this community that, that love, that love me. Mm-hmm. And so thank you to all of you all that love and accept me. And I love, and Stephanie, Stephanie and I love you all. Absolutely. I mean, there is just, we really do. We do. Uh-huh. Truly, we do. I mean, it's just so cool for us to be able to do life with you all and to be able to share our lives um, in a real way. Um, and, and we just, we really want to be able to do that because um, we're hot messes. <laughs> well, speak for yourself. No, I am totally a hot mess. <laughs> Listen, you're a hot mess sometimes, girl. <laughs> Trust me. I know. <laughs> but here's the good news. We're redeemed. We are redeemed. And that's that's even the better news. It is. It truly is fantastic news. We are redeemed hot messes. I'm sorry. I just got distracted by a email. I get more emails from the middle school teachers. Because hmm. Megan has multiple teachers now. Mm-hmm. You're right. Right. And um, <laughs> this is a total tangent. <laughs> And we go on good tangents as well. <laughs> because, well, I was leaving the beauty email in my inbox. Yes, because we really probably we, need to go yeah. back to that. Because I'm sure we, because this was kind of that. I think this is the beginning to that. Yes, absolutely. It's the beginning of that. Because, because we need to mention that on the Full Time Mom episodes 14, 14 and, and 15. 15, which is funny because these were recorded four years ago really yes fascinating i might even have to listen to those huh it was in december of 07 huh so yeah a full-time mom episodes 14 and 15 were called true beauty and we so we talked about this already so we devoted two episodes to true beauty well we will we will devote another episode obviously to this because this is kind of the beginning of where we are finding our real worth and our real value and where hopefully I'm talking to myself, we'll find our real worth and our real value. Absolutely. Correct? Yes. It's so, a it's a process, obviously. Can't you tell? <laughs> ongoing. Obviously. It is a long uh, drawn out long journey. Isn't it? Okay. Do you mind if we play the two Mm-mm. feedback that we have? It kind of creeps you out, doesn't it? Like just what yeah. what she's talking about is Go this ahead. box that's behind me or this right. what's this movie thing it is okay doctor who is a um television show from bbc and it is about this time lord and he time travels mm. and it started oh my goodness back in the 60s they did it for a long time and cliff watched it as a kid in 05, they completely redid the series, and I've been watching it since. Oh. I can't watch the old ones. They do nothing for me. <laughs> but I've been watching it since they re um, started in 05, 
and our whole family is like hooked. Oh, that's cool. So Cliff was at FYE um, in the Kenwood Mall, which is a music oh. store. And um, they had <laughs> the police box. So the TARDIS is what it is called. Time and relative dimension in space. I think. Um, that got me. That got my husband to do the tissues for 10 days one day. <laughs> we recorded a Doctor Who podcast. This was many years ago. And he asked me if I could tell him what TARDIS stood for. And he said, if I did, he would do the dishes for 10 days. You better believe I was writing it down. Okay, time. (laughs) And I got it. He did the dishes for 10 days. It was the best 10 days of my life. All right. So you need a new, uh, you need a new bet so you can. uh, I know he won't bet me anymore. (laughs) Oh, dang it. All right. (laughs) He won't bet anymore. Okay. So we have the three um, voicemail feedbacks that go with beauty. So we'll save those and we'll play those next week. But we got two that stand alone. So, I just hit a button. Anyway, <laughs> this is Craig. Maybe. Hi, this is go. Craig Culling from north of Boston. I'm becoming quite a fan of uh, a lot of your shows, but I just listened to, I think it was my second episode, it might have been episode four, of Authentic Life Radio, in which the show is wrapping up, and Stephanie says, that was fun. Wow, it's hot in here. I think my shirt is starting to get soaked. It was just, it struck me as something that 99% of the population who had that feeling would think it, but not say it out loud. But that's what I love about Stephanie. She's thinking something, it's got to come out. It's in her brain, it's got to come out. I have a a nine-year-old son like that. It's like stream of consciousness, got to get it out. And uh, it's really, really uh, refreshing to hear a... A voice like that out there. Hmm. So, Stephanie, keep it up. Bye. Awesome. Aww, that's fun. Thanks, Craig. Um, I will say, I do have a very large filter. Not everything I think does come out. No, that's kind of scary. No offense. Although a good portion of it does. <laughs> I would love for you not to have a filter and just hear what... what... No, no, you wouldn't. Like, some of it's mean. <laughs> really? I, yeah. I have... I seriously have times where I just have to stop and be like, Who's inside my head? Like, for real? Did I just think that? Yeah, I'm quite a mean little person, let me tell you. Which I told you yesterday that... um, I'm quite a mean little person. I am. Well, you know, I'm short. Um, uh, Because trust me, none of the rest of me is little. I wasn't focused on the little. I was focused on the mean part, Steph. So, oh my goodness. Was it last week or the week before I told you that we had a bonfire at my parents' house? Yes. And they had the radio playing. And I told you the story at Wendy's yesterday, but they had yes. the radio playing mm-hmm. in the back. And Taylor Swift's Mean um, came on the radio. Well, I'm Love sitting Taylor. there freezing, even though I'm sitting in front of this ginormous, beautiful fire. And, um, and I started singing the lyrics. <laughs> and I look up at my brother, Justin, and I said, why do you have to be so mean? He goes, I don't know. Why are you? <laughs> Well, I don't really know. What was that? Uh, that must be UPS. Cause no. <laughs> anyway, there goes that stream of consciousness. <laughs> Somebody was at the totally front door. Just so you know, somebody's at the front door. Um. All right. This one, 
I'm sorry, Pam, we're going to have to save you for next week because it's three minutes long. And, you know, I'm about to be late to pick up my kid again and it's raining and, you know, dude, I can't get over that. You think that you're mean. (laughs) Okay. So one day I'll just call you and tell you some of the things that I think. Man, I would hate to know what you think about me. No, none of them are related to you. Mm, Hmm. There goes the people pleasing. All right. But have you been to Walmart lately? I can't even close this show. All right. All right. Guys, we love your feedback. And um, I, I know actually that- love Walmart, just so you know. <laughs> All right. There you go. You see some true originals. <laughs> All right. Okay. We do love feedback. We really do, even though <laughs> that I like totally talked through all and we didn't get the feedback. Don't. But, the, but keep sending in the feedback because we're going to get to it. We totally will. And you can do that by calling us at 859-795-4067. 859-795-4067. We still have a minute left. Do you want to say anything else? Thanks for letting me share my heart today. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. I love that you I love that you feel like this is a safe place that you can do that. It really is. It truly is. Mm-hmm. Sweet. You guys are the best. We love you. We really, really do love you all. And we will talk with you next week. Yes, we will. Right. Ready? I'm just going to turn the music up and let it play. Sounds great. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.